Hi, you're listening to New Week number 126. This is an update from New World Same Humans, a newsletter on trends, technology and our shared future by me, David Mattin. You can find the links, videos and images in this instalment in the email where this podcast is embedded. Just scroll down or on the web, see a link in the show notes. And if you're listening to this and you haven't yet subscribed, join 25,000 curious souls on a journey to build a better future. Go to newworldsamehumans.com to sign up. Hello from a very chilly London. It's another packed instalment this week. What do we have in store? Well, this week, more AI magic rains from the sky. Also, temperatures on planet Earth exceed the two degrees warming threshold for the first time ever. And of course, my take on the open AI fiasco. In the end, it's all about power. Let's get into it. Like magic. This week, further glimpses of the ongoing collision between human creativity and machine intelligence. Stable Diffusion released Stable Video Diffusion, a new text-to-video model that looks to be a step beyond anything we've seen so far, and you can see a link to that in the email. In keeping with the company's open-source mission, the code for the model is totally open-source, and you can download it at its GitHub repository. Meanwhile, ex-users went wild for a new tool called Screenshot to Code. It leverages GPT-4 and DALI-2 to take any screenshot and automatically write the code that will render that page on the web. It's pretty amazing. Again, you can see a link in the email. Finally, Elon Musk announced that X's new on-platform large language model, Grok, will launch to all premium X users next week. Grok is trained on a vast dataset of X posts, so it's sure to be expert in writing posts with a great chance of going viral. What's more, it will have access to X posts in real time, and that could make for a whole new way to discover and interact with news stories. I'm sure I'll be writing more about that in future instalments. Here's the New World Same Humans take. This gallery of the week's AI wonders could go on far longer. I didn't even mention, for example, the new voice-to-voice model from UK-based Eleven Labs. You can upload your voice and hear it converted to that of a famous celebrity or a custom character that you create. What's the broader point here, though? A couple of weeks ago, I shared an excerpt from a long AI essay called Electricity and Magic. That essay argues for a two-sided model of machine intelligence and its manifestations in the coming decades. First, machine intelligence is becoming something foundational, akin to a form of fuel that will power an army of autonomous vehicles and robots and more. But in our daily life, AI will manifest differently, not as fuel, but as magic. And the innovations that I'm talking about here give a glimpse of that magic. AI is moving into domains from music to filmmaking to writing, once believed to be impervious to encroachment by automation. It's as though someone has waved a magic wand over our machines. The crucial point to understand though when it comes to AI magic, the result won't be, as many people imagine, the devaluation of human creativity. In fact, it will be the opposite. Instead, amid a tsunami of machine-generated outputs, what is uniquely human, including creative work grounded in 
embodied experience will only become more prized. Crossing over. Another significant and, it has to be said, deeply unwelcome climate milestone was passed in the last seven days. According to the EU's Copernicus Climate Change Services, Friday the 17th of November was the first day ever on which average global temperatures were more than two degrees above pre-industrial levels. Data for the 17th of November indicated that global surface air temperatures were 2.07 degrees above those in 1850 and provisional data for the following day indicated a 2.06 degree elevation. This doesn't mean that the much-discussed 2 degrees threshold has been crossed. For that, we need to see a sustained elevation above 2 degrees. Copernicus Climate Change Services is part of the EU's Copernicus Earth Observation Programme, which draws on vast amounts of satellite and other data to track the changing planetary environment. Here's the New World Same Humans take. It's expected that we'll see occasional two degrees and over days well before we exceed the two degrees limit as commonly defined. Still, this week saw both the first ever and the second day that global average temperatures tipped over the threshold. It's pretty clear where we're heading. This news comes on the eve of the UN COP28 summit in Dubai, which starts on the 30th of November. Many view last year's summit, held in Egypt, as the moment at which the internationally agreed 1.5 degrees of warming target slipped out of reach for good. The summit notably failed to to agree on a phase-down of all fossil fuels, despite support for that proposal from over 80 countries. But the summit did achieve something, the establishment of a loss and damage fund intended to transfer tens of billions of dollars to developing nations most at risk from climate change to help them mitigate the impacts of floods, droughts and more. At COP28, expect another push for a commitment to phase out all fossil fuels and expect petrostates, including the host Dubai, to resist that call as consensus grows that the two degrees target will be breached more attention will turn to plans for adaptation and the question of who should pay for them. Form an orderly queue. I can't let this instalment pass without talking about this week's OpenAI fiasco. Tech watchers everywhere munched their popcorn this week while OpenAI proceeded to fire its CEO, Sam Altman, hire a new CEO, only to get rid of that new CEO and rehire Altman five days later. It's still unclear what led the OpenAI board to eject Altman in such a dramatic style, but the mainline theory is that this was about internal division between those who want to prioritise the original and non-profit mission to research safe machine intelligence and those, and Altman is apparently among them, who want to move fast and make lots of money. Yesterday, though, the news agency Reuters made waves with claims that the debacle may have been related to an advance called Q-Star. The details of that advance, or indeed if there's even been any advance, are unconfirmed. Cue a whole new wave of speculation on X. Most people believe Q-Star 
is related to a generalised form of cue learning, which is a kind of reinforcement learning that would enable large language models to solve multi-step logic problems, or in simpler terms, to take multiple and reasoned steps towards a long-range goal in the way we humans do all the time. Reuters implied that this advance prompted some in the organisation to fear that OpenAI was getting dangerously close to artificial general intelligence and that this is what sparked all the drama. Here's my take. It's believed that OpenAI will start to train GPT-5 next year. And if that's true, and if Q-star really is a big step towards generalised agents, then the AI story will only accelerate across the next 12 months. We're all by now accustomed to tech hype cycles. We all remember the metaverse hype cycle of 2021. But it's becoming ever harder to deny that something really significant is happening when it comes to AI. But the events of this week also make clear another truth. Some technologists, including Sam Altman, want us to believe that this technology is so powerful that we may lose control of it entirely, with existentially bad results for humanity. My hunch is that right now this is something of a psyop, designed to distract us from the real danger. AI that is controlled, but by a tiny, unaccountable and chaotic group of Silicon Valley technologists. At the heart of all this is an eternal aspect of human affairs that techno-accelerationists rarely want to discuss. Power relations. Who gets to control this transformative new force trained on a literary and cultural legacy that belongs to us all? Sam Altman? The OpenAI board? It seems the move fast and make money contingent at OpenAI won this battle. But should that be the end of the discussion? Altman has waged a long marketing campaign around the idea that the AI he's developing is powerful enough to pose existential risks. This feels a good time to call his bluff on that. Will he tell us what happened inside OpenAI across the last seven days? Will he tell us anything about this so-called Q-star advance and whether it's a reality? If not, perhaps we should send in public representatives to discover the truth. Also this week, a former Googler made headlines with a resignation note that claimed morale inside the company is at an all-time low. Ian Hickson worked at Google for 18 years. He says the organisation's culture is eroded and accused the CEO of a lack of vision. Google AI engineers developed the transformer model that underpins this generative AI revolution. But the company has seen its AI efforts outshone by OpenAI and its partner Microsoft. Portugal ran entirely on renewable energy for almost a week. Wind, solar and hydropower met the energy needs of the country, which is 10 million people, for six days from October the 31st to November the 6th. A Florida judge found there is reasonable evidence that Tesla executives knew that their self-driving technology isn't safe. Palm Beach County Circuit Court Judge Reed Scott said that Elon Musk and others engaged in a marketing strategy that painted the products as autonomous when they're not. The ruling makes possible a lawsuit over a 2019 fatal crash in Miami involving a Tesla Model 3. 
Cambridge University is launching a new Institute for Technology and Humanity. The new institute will bring together computer scientists, robotics experts, philosophers and historians in a multidisciplinary effort to analyse the ongoing technology revolution. Canadian researchers doubled the lifespan of mice using antibodies that boost the immune system. The team at Brock University say these antibodies encourage the body to clear out damaged proteins that accumulate over time and that they could form the basis of an effective anti-aging treatment for humans. The Biden administration is developing a plan to capture and store CO2 under the nation's forests. The US Forest Service is reportedly proposing to change a rule to allow storage of carbon under forest and grasslands. The plans would see CO2 move to its storage location via a vast network of new pipelines. Scientists say they're mystified by an extremely high-energy particle that fell to Earth. The so-called Amaterasu particle, spotted by a cosmic ray observatory in Utah's West Desert, was found to have an energy exceeding 240 exa-electron volts. That's the second highest ever detected after the legendary 1991 Oh My God particle, which was measured at 320 exa-electron volts. The Amaterasu particle is particularly mysterious, say scientists, because it appears to have emanated from the local void, an area of space bordering the Milky Way galaxy that is believed to be empty. Humans of Earth, here's some key metrics to help you keep track of Project Human. The global population stands at 8.074 billion. Earth's currently needed stands at 1.81584. The 2023 progress bar stands at 90% complete. And on this day, the 24th of November 1974, paleoanthropologist Donald Johnson and Tom Gray discovered the skeleton of Lucy, a female hominin who walked upright and lived around 3.2 million years ago. Just like that. Thanks for listening this week. Power and technology, two all-consuming obsessions for the human collective and for this newsletter. The power struggle being waged over machine intelligence is only just getting started. I will definitely keep watching and working to make sense of it all. And you can help. Now you've reached the end of this week's instalment, why not forward the email to someone else who'd enjoy it? Or share it across one of your social networks with a note on why you found it valuable. All you have to do is navigate back to the email and hit the big red share button at the bottom of the post. I'll be back next week. Until then, be well. Be well.